The Next to Nothing podcast is brought to you in part by our partnership with Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is your one-stop shop for everything geek. Find discounted books, new and old games, and a variety of software. A portion of all purchases from Humble Bundle go to supporting a charity of your choice, like the American Red Cross, St. Jude's, Save the Children, and more. With $145 million raised so far, Humble Bundle is a great place to buy your games and help save the world. Use our affiliate link in the description of this podcast, and a portion of your purchase will not only go to a charity, but also help support the show. Visit HumbleBundle.com for more details. Hello, everyone. I think we're ready to start the show. We go to the main here and do this. Hi. Hi, guys. I'm not no. <laughs> no rants You're here. You're not ranting at all? There hasn't been a single rant at all. Really? We've just been talking I, about oh. the weather. Yeah, I love the weather <laughs> so much. You guys ready to start? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. 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 I'm good. Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, the show where we talk about how to waste your time and not your money in gaming. I am your host, Danny K. With me, as always, the pillar of salt <laughs> renditions. <laughs> Hi, that's me. If you see me tomorrow, I'm gonna be shocked because I'm not gonna have power for like a week. So, uh, so yeah, hope you guys are incredible. Hello, how you guys doing? <laughs> and uh, with us this week, a very special guest because uh, having you on the show just wouldn't have worked out because you had your own show that was going on basically simultaneously. Uh, Kim Ray from uh, his own Twitch channel and KDK Weekly. How you doing, Kim Ray? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. I'm excited. Been looking forward to it. Yes. Uh, like I said, um, our scheduling hadn't really worked out until recently. Uh, Kim Ray, why don't you tell all the wonderful folks out there uh, what you do and why they should go check it out? Yeah. Uh, so I'm Kim Ray, part of KDK Weekly. It's me and my brother and our friend, Cronus uh, and Dr. Dipstick. Uh, we all got together, and every week we do a gaming news uh, show where we tell you all the stuff that we think is worth mentioning and talk about it and pretend to know things. And it's generally a good time. We get off on a lot of tangents and, you know, all sorts of fun stuff uh, over on KDK Weekly's Twitch channel. Awesome. Uh, where else can people find you? I also have... Uh, my own uh, Twitch channel. I haven't streamed to it in a while because I'm a terrible person. Uh, <laughs> but over at Kim Ray TV on Twitch, uh, and of course the other guys too, they have their own uh, channels, uh, King Cronus 99 and Dr. Underscore Dipstick. Over on Twitch. Excellent. Who, speaking nice. of Dr. Dipstick, is uh, oh, yo. burning. he just popped into uh, the uh, chat there, live chat. Awesome. Uh, so all the links for uh, Kim Ray and KDK Weekly will be down below in the description of the um, VOD, or if you're uh, listening on Spotify, Apple, or Google, or any of the other podcast platforms, it'll be in the episode description. Um, and... Uh, uh, really happy to have you here because this was a pretty big game that i wasn't sure if we were going to have anyone to talk about like in a timely fashion but you uh suggested and you wanted to talk about your time with ghost recon breakpoint yes so i will let you take it from here tell us about ghost recon breakpoint 
so uh t before i jump into everything about it i just want to preface this with i've played a little bit of ghost recon over the years but the only game that i mm -hmm. really even remember playing was wildlands that's the only one that i really remember okay um so i'm coming from from that background with the game uh it's it's weird it doesn't feel like ghost recon i'll just go ahead and say that it really doesn't it's uh like some of the combat stuff is all there like it always has been but like they tried to take it to like a survival rpg air spot mm -hmm. and they didn't go all the way to there they just like sort of went halfway there and it just made it weird because there's like yeah. there's survival aspects that are mm -hmm. they mean nothing they have no bearing on the game whatsoever or mm -hmm. um like the camp you have to get into to spawn vehicles and stuff. I don't know. It's it's there's a lot of the things that they changed felt like they were trying to it was almost like they saw like Assassin's Creed going the RPG route worked out really well. So then they decided mm -hmm. to kind of do it, but then like only like halfway went there. So yeah. I would say it's fun if you like to shoot people in the face, <laughs> but it's not a full price game type of shoot people in the face situation. <laughs> yeah would be yeah. my personal takeaway. Mm -hmm. And the premise is you're essentially on an island, right? And you was, you basically got paid to be on an island. And it, then it just turns into like a manhunt in a sense. That's well, my understanding of it. I could be wrong. I could totally so be wrong. You are sent there because uh, there's a naval, sh like a naval cargo ship uh, gets mm -hmm. sunk mysteriously. And you lose mm. contact with the island completely. So you're sent there to basically figure out what's going on. And then as you're coming in on your helicopter, you get like taken out of the sky by some swarm of crap. You have no idea what the hell's going on. And you run into gotcha. uh, Walker, who we've seen in other games and stuff, played by the wonderful mm. John Bernthal. And he is really the highlight of that game. He is amazing. They basically just told him to do what you do. And it's great. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so you're not only trying to like do your job which is figure out what's going on on the island and resource communications all that stuff but you're mm -hmm. also dealing with the the walker situation where these other ghosts essentially are on the island tearing shit up and and right. the homesteaders you're trying to help protect and all that so mm -hmm. how is got you. how does the game play how does everything feel oh we got a kiddo <laughs> <laughs> Special guest, baby Kim Ray over here. Hey, Kim Just Ray Just wanted Jr. to come say say hi real quick. So <laughs> it's all good. Um, so, like, how does the game play? How does the game feel? Um, you know, what's like the basic gameplay loop of the of of it all? So it it really like in the combat scenarios, it plays like I would say ninety percent like wildlands does and the driving and everything it's very very similar but it has more like rpg type elements where there's a close the door uh there's a um there's a like a class system kind of but it's like you just pick mm. it and you get like a perk basically um yeah and so it's it's another one of those things where it's like they tried to go the rpg route but only like this much you know only like that like right. fraction of an inch there you know uh and the like the special abilities aren't that interesting they don't really do a lot uh so it's again it's like a lot of the new stuff that they're trying to do can basically be ignored um but I will say, like, the shooting is just as fun as Wildlands. It felt good to mm -hmm. me. Um, another thing is they're, like, trying to do, like, a looter shooter almost. That game throws gear at you like that. crazy. 
Yeah, that's, is, that's been like the main thing I've heard about it is that it's like oddly going in the looter shooter genre where it drops way too much gear. And like, it's kind of overwhelming for players because in the yes. grand scheme of things, like the gear isn't actually that relevant because headshots right. are still headshots. Like exactly. people die from a headshot regardless. So just having like crazy gear all over the place doesn't really change anything. It's just sort of like, oh, cool. Just a bunch of crap that I can gather. Mm -hmm. um, right. But uh, but yeah, yeah, it's, that, that's definitely been the big thing I've heard, though, at least it's it's really weird because it's again, it seems like a system that was put in there that doesn't really do anything. Like you said, it's it's like doesn't it means nothing. It has no bearing on the actual gameplay other than my gun now, like sounds different when I shoot it, you know, because it's it's right. this assault rifle versus this assault rifle, you know, mm. um, and yeah, I don't notice any like noticeable gain in power because there are like areas of the map that are supposed to be like higher level areas that mm -hmm. are like you have to have like your gear level like a hundred plus or whatever and if right. you go there too low you don't hit hard enough to kill anything but i never felt as my power grew that my power mm -hmm. was actually growing so and like right. the guns don't have stats or anything so i i have no idea on the back end how that even works <laughs> mm. it's it, it it's so weird <laughs> Yeah, like for all you know, it could easily just be just like a bunch of random items that drop with a random number attached to it. Like it doesn't really have any bearing whatsoever. Absolutely. It's yeah, it's it's very, very strange. Um, And it's it's weird, too, because they've got the guided mode versus like the exploration mode. And by mm. default, guided mode is enabled where it's like, here's your mission. Right. Here's the the pin on the map that's where you go versus the exploration mode which is like it gives you clues to tell you like how to find where to go and okay. they say like that's the it even says on the tooltip like that's the way it's meant to be played but it's not enabled by default meant to be yeah exactly i was gonna say if that's the way it's meant to be played then why isn't it the default setting like yeah. you can easily find that to be like one of the big things that just means that you're kind of catering to players <laughs> if yeah. i sound salty all throughout the day i apologize <laughs> I'm just, it's, it's a nice way to get my rant out through other means <laughs> but uh but that just seems dumb like if you're going to actively like promote something as the default game mode you might want to you know make it right. the default game mode <laughs> yeah yeah there were there were, it seems like there were just a lot of design uh, design like uh decisions that were made that just i don't know if they were looking at other games that did well and trying to mm. like cherry pick components or i i just i don't know what the thought was to to sort of go halfway on so many things and and not commit to any like one thing you know right yeah so um yeah and personally, so for me personally, I played I've played a few like um, Tom Clancy games and I'll agree with you in the sense that like a lot of the Ghost Recon games don't feel ghost like they don't feel Tom Clancy at all, at right. least not recently. I, I played Advanced Warfighter and that game kind of babies you in a sense where like you there's a section where you're driving through a vehicle and they expect you to like shoot all the targets that are shooting back at you. We made it throughout the entire mission without shooting. Oh, wow. We just didn't do a thing, and then all of the NPCs in the car just did everything, like instantly aimbot, headshot, and everything. And it's like, <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, then what's the point? Yeah, exactly. Like if if I'm not necessary to the game, then what does it matter? Um, right. And it feels every time that I've like heard about uh, like the Ghost Recon games explicitly, it seems like they really don't know where they're going with the franchise at all. Like that, that always seems to be the big thing. Like Wildlands, I've heard good things about Wildlands when it comes to like co-op settings, but when it comes right. to single player, it's kind of lacking. 
Um, And when it came to this one in particular, I've heard a lot of the same sort of things being like relayed. It was like a lot of things don't make sense. You're kind of taking this in like a looter shooter genre and also like an open world like exploration game with linear story, but not really. And it's kind of just... I don't know. It's it's weird. It's all over the place. I, yeah. I don't really understand it. It's, you know, I don't know. It what it what it kind of reminds me of a little bit, like the way that that it's laid out is a little bit mm. like Anthem, but set in like yeah. the Ghost Recon universe, <laughs> where right. it's, it's got like this hub world that is a pain in the ass to do anything in. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to go there for quests and you have mm-hmm. to like talk to like a million people and then you can finally go through like a loading screen to go out and and you know go actually shoot people and right. and you know there's like all this loot dropping and everything i don't it's strange and the thing now i'm wondering in in wildlands you have like when you play solo you have ai squad with you mm-hmm. right. Is, was the other ones like that too Yes, yes. Okay, I thought so, but I wanted to make sure. Because uh, this game does not have an AI squad at all. Right. And yeah. which seems really strange. Yeah, because whenever I personally think about the Ghost Recon games, I always think about squad-based gameplay. That's always been, like, their big thing when it comes to it. Is right. like, And if you think about it, that's really what, like, most Tom Clancy games come down to is more of a simulation base than, like, right. it's a video game. Like, it's a cinematic video game, in a sense. Um, you tend to see that with, like, the... Especially if you dive, de- like, deep into the old-school, like, uh, um, Vegas games like the rainbow six vegas games things like that and even with siege siege is like it's all it's kind of bordering it but it's still very it's it's not as safe as most games in a sense if you get shot like twice you're dead like that's right like that's pretty much it they take they take your life very seriously in a sense if you die you're gone for the entire round things along those lines it's that instilling of like you need to play with a sense of seriousness yeah there are stakes you don't exactly. just come right back and shoot them again. Yeah, exactly. Whereas uh, recently, at least when it comes to like uh, the Ghost Recon series, it doesn't seem like it's going that way at all. I don't know how it was wow. in like Wildlands. Wildlands probably seemed, at least from what I saw from the Ellery look in, it looked definitely like a closer look towards that more serious gameplay, right. but still not there. Like it's still not in that like realm. Um but yeah does uh does breakpoint have co-op it does yes uh it's got the one thing that i will say that it does have going for it is like the co-op is like very seamless drop in drop out co-op with friends and you can in the hub world and stuff you can like grab people join their their sessions or whatever and you know if you get disconnected it just migrates the host you don't like go out to a loading screen if your host disappears or anything like that so at least there's that because there were a lot of issues with people disappearing (laughs) yeah there there's definitely some jank on the game yeah 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 I, I've even seen because uh, normally, normally, especially when we go to talk about games, I actually check out reviews beforehand just to like kind of get an idea. Um, and I saw a couple where I was like driving in a helicopter, but the pilot wasn't in the helicopter at all. He was like five feet in front of the helicopter. I've I've seen that exact bug all over the place. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's oh, it's man. really funny. Yeah. I will say, yeah. me personally, I haven't had any major major bugs like all of the stuff has been like cutesy jank like that like the type of stuff yeah. that makes you like kind of love the game a little bit you know mm-hmm. 
like when I go into the hub world and every gadget, like my grenades and my drone and everything are all in my hands. And I'm just like standing there and like <laughs> T-pose with like every gadget ever. It's amazing. But, oh, man. You know, that stuff doesn't bother me, but it's mm-hmm. it's fun. I've enjoyed yeah. it. I liked Wildlands better. Wildlands yeah. seemed more like it was really like at least attempting to somewhat hit the simulator uh, mm. aspects a little bit more mm-hmm. and this yeah. game is almost like i would almost say like this game could be like a parody of yeah. of ghost recon okay. yeah know, i don't know if that makes sense no that completely like, makes sense where it's trying to be it like, kind of. it's almost like it's wildlands but it has like no real bearing on Wildlands. Like it, right. it was like, oh, we're heading towards simulation, and we're gone. We're leaving. <laughs> we're going into looter shooter territory, boys. We're playing Borderlands Four. This is this <laughs> is what oh, happens man. when we want to make uh, Ghost Recon more division like. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is kind of. What I, I heard that argument that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they were going to make this game, why didn't they just take the time and the development team and everything and the money and just put it into the division? Because it's right. basically like semi-single player division. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I had some questions about uh, just for people out there. Uh, what did you play the game on? And then um, how did you get the game? Did you purchase this outright right. or did you do the Uplay Plus or whatever? Right, yes. So I was playing on a PC with a mouse and keyboard, not a controller. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was uh, doing it through Uplay Uplay Plus, uh, which um, I would say is a worthwhile way of playing the game. Uh, I I was lucky enough that uh, my trial for Uplay Plus, that 30-day trial, actually rolled over a few days over the early access release of the game. So I actually played the first couple days completely free. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, gotcha. which, which was nice. Uh, but I did want to continue playing and there were a couple other games I wanted. So I, I went ahead and paid for a month. To be honest, that's probably all I will pay is the one month <laughs> for, for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things. I like a lot of the Ubisoft games, so I bought them already. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't right. really benefit me to to pay the subscription. Um, mm-hmm. But the nice thing, the thing that I really like is like for Ghost Recon Breakpoint, I had the uh, ultimate edition of the game was what I got for being a subscriber. So I got the game and all this extra stuff. I got like the year one pass or whatever. And then like three days early access and everything, which like, that's a really great way to play Mm -hmm. these games, especially like I'm going to go back and play um, Assassin's Creed Origins because I never played any of the DLCs. I never bought them. And now I have access to them. And I think, you know, it's worth... I would say the 15 bucks a month would be worth like that $15. Like that's what I'm happy to do that to play breakpoint. I don't know that I'd do yeah. much more. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cause yeah, we did talk oh, about man. the Uplay play plus uh, a few weeks mm-hmm. ago and yeah, it, it didn't seem, I don't even remember who our guest was at that point, but I don't think any of us was, uh, Oh, I was actually interested in it. Were you interested? I, I thought it was a worthwhile investment. Yeah. Did you? Mostly okay. just because like breakpoint was coming out and breakpoint, like, because they actually do, for the most part, when they release things onto Uplay Plus, they come out with the Ultimate Editions, with, like, mm-hmm, the top right. tier editions and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, while I wouldn't suggest keeping it constantly, but then again, yeah, I don't right. recommend keeping any monthly subscription constantly. Um, right. 
like just paying fifteen dollars to play the game on Ultimate Edition, not a bad idea. Like yeah. there's there's at least that chance. And if you decide that the game's not for you, you always have like any of the other five hundred games that are on the list. <laughs> right. Um. So so that was my stance on it personally. But okay. uh. But yeah. Definitely. Cool. Uh. And I think I might actually. Ryan, I was talking to you about doing a charity month and like some of the games. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about doing yeah. it. So I might actually do the Uplay Plus just for the charity month. Yeah. To, because the game series I want to play is uh, Nubisoft series. Yeah. Um, nice. Uh, now, we can't really get away from Ghost Recon Breakpoint without talking about the microtransactions. <laughs> um, so, which apparently a lot of them have been taken off, that the storefront has been removed and they said that temporarily removed temporarily removed yeah i was gonna get yes. into this that that storefront <laughs> wasn't supposed to be up uh yet yet <laughs> it wasn't yeah. supposed to be up yeah. dot 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 yet <laughs> um yeah exactly there's a lot of things uh kim Ray, let's just start with like your feelings on like how did what did it look like was it like really pushing it to you did you see like the paywall coming like from a mile away kind of describe that kind of right well i mean it's it's ubisoft so we knew the paywall was going to be there somewhere yeah. but uh yeah. it's so the microtransactions for for me because i saw a lot of people really screaming from the mountaintops about these microtransactions and mm -hmm. i don't think it was as bad as people were making it out Mm -hmm. uh yeah you can buy cosmetics which that that has never bothered me yeah that's completely right. optional but then they're also like but you could buy guns and then there's also the time savers which is like mm -hmm. to buy the currencies and the upgrades and things like that Skill points. but mm -hmm. exactly and i'll tell you uh they throw loot at you so fast and the loot content continuously uh goes more and more powerful as it as it's dropped for you so like that mm -hmm. that gun you buy will be worthless in five minutes anyways i'll just go right. ahead and tell you that right now so buying the guns means nothing the upgrades right. like in the attachments they're usable on all the guns and you can mm -hmm. buy them from the shop so it's like a I... lot of those transactions don't bother me at all because right i didn't feel like they were like some that, that you were like really getting past some big obstacle with real money because mm -hmm. the obstacle is just I, not there i feel like that's part of a problem though like so so for me personally I, granted i don't believe in pay to win like things but if you're going to have guns in it they need to have some sort of value right like you're, you're totally right it's a looter shooter in the grand scheme right. of things if you pay money for like a gun and then five minutes later that money that you just paid is now gone like as a consumer i'd be pissed i'd be like wait so this gun just held zero value to me like right. whatsoever i i feel like that it doesn't hold a place in the game in the first place like i feel like it just doesn't make any sort of sense except right. for the person that's all like well i wonder what these guns are good for and then they pay money for it only to find out that they're useless like right that's that's how i feel about it personally um yeah yeah i i feel like it's more of an ease-in tactic to like try to use it in like future games because right. even though i personally do like ubisoft for the most part i'll wholeheartedly agree they are so money grubby not yes. the activision money grubby yeah not but, that like, bad they're really <laughs> close like they're unbelievably close oh yeah so like i i feel like they're just trying to ease in a little bit more like okay next game we'll make them a little bit more substantial yeah because like They'll, what what would happen is for somebody in my position where I say something like, 
the guns are worthless, they'll take in, in a stance of, oh, okay, we'll keep the shop. We'll just make the guns have value in the right. shop. And it's like, right. no, 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 no. <laughs> you're misinterpreting the problem just get here. get rid of them entirely. <laughs> yeah. But, but if you're going to have them, uh, at least make them hold some sort of value whatsoever. I don't want to be right. baited into spending money only to find out they're absolute trash. Right. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. That doesn't it, feel it, good it holds... for anybody. Exactly. Exactly. Like, at least in the case of a pay-to-win market, somebody feels like they won something. Exactly. In the case of, like, pay to get literally nothing, you're paying to get literally nothing. <laughs> like, there's no... There's nothing gay. <laughs> right. Whatsoever. Right. Um, I don't know. That's that's my feeling on it. I, I do agree, though. Like, for, for the stance that the game is in right now, where, like... You're you're right. For the most part, skills are irrelevant. Guns are irrelevant. You just need a gun that can shoot somebody in the head, and then you're good. Exactly, exactly. But it if that was the case, then why would they throw the stuff in there? You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's that it just seems unnecessary. Like unnecessary marketing. whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they would sell the guns. Like the uh, skill points, sure. Like I didn't feel mm. like I leveled very slowly at all. Like I felt like every time right. I was like, man, I. Really really wish i had skill points i like was um, about to gain a level or loot a skill point or whatever like i never felt like i was being pushed to buy skill points because they nerfed the rate or anything like that Mm -hmm. which i will say i did feel that with assassin's creed odyssey okay okay that them them selling the uh experience boost that that hurt me because i felt like they slowed down that xp grind yeah, mm. I was actually so, going to make a correlation to that one as well because I've heard I've heard mixed opinions when it comes to that one at least where it's like yeah. some people don't mind it and some people definitely are really upset about the XP boosts on it. Um, right. It wouldn't have accepted me if I didn't feel like they had slowed it down. Like I felt like it was right. a slog to level without right, one, exactly. you know what I mean? So yeah. uh and well, I didn't feel that with this game. pacing just to make money. Exactly. I totally understand. Yeah. It, and I definitely didn't feel that with Breakpoint. So, um, okay. All right. A lot of that stuff was like either cosmetics that you could only get through the shop, which whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, or like the time savers where you buy the skill points or buy the weapon um, schematics that you can go to the shop and then make a weapon. And the weapon will come out at a similar level to your other equipment. Mm hmm. And you pay for that uh, gun. It's right. like a gun on demand or whatever. You pay with for with like the in-game currency. And then mm-hmm. even in PvP, it normalizes your gear so that way everybody's on like a <laughs> relatively similar playing field. So it's just I don't know. Yeah, the yeah. store sucks. The stores always suck. But right. it's not that bad. It's not as right. bad as people are like making it out to be. Yeah. And I do think it's... it's really funny that they got rid of some of those. They're like, it's we didn't want to get rid of them. They just shouldn't have been here yet. Yeah, the big the big thing to note is the way that they word it, where they talk about like how they essentially they don't want to be money grubbing, but they do want to like release this full store at some point. Like right. uh, we don't want to do it. We're just gonna. It's for your benefit. Right. right. Yeah. It's, yeah. We don't want to be money grabbing today. It's for you, the community's benefit. Yeah. It's, this is for you. This is for Absolutely. a month down the lo- road when people who don't have the time to play the game yeah. need to catch up. Which to me sounds yeah. like it's a it's them purposely designing the game poorly. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, uh, and I actually I did have a question for you guys because I was kind of thinking mm-hmm. about this when when I looked into this. 
um, you know, they're kind of rebranding the pay to win to time savers, right? We're saving you time. Yeah, right. You just buy the levels or the skill points or the upgrades or the guns. You just save time. Um, and it seems like this is some sort of free license on the – it's a phrase that I think Total Biscuit used a lot, and a lot of critics that were around him used this a lot, was the pay to skip. Yeah. Right. Um, do you – I mean, what do you guys think? I, I feel like this is some sort of weird take that, that the pay to skip um, – phrase is allowing developers to do uh i feel like maybe that that idea that critique that um those those commentators and those critics used um kind of maybe let us down this road a little bit they're like oh so we can do this we just have to try to brand it in such a way that it sounds like a convenience that um, mm-hmm. we can poorly design our games. We can, we can create systems that frustrate players into spending money and we can brand these stores, these microtransactions as, you know, a way to save time instead of designing a game that is enjoyable or satisfactory in the first place. Right. Do you guys, I mean, yes, no. What are your thoughts on that? To, to the term specifically because that that kind of went in like a few different tangents to the term specifically of time savers is that what you're talking about right now just i mean do you think that the like do you think we we've allowed this to happen essentially with the idea of like pay to skip no i i feel like this is i feel like this is just like another marketing thing like realistically speaking i don't think it has anything to do with the consumer i think the consumer is like we don't like pay to win and they're just trying to rebrand it as something else that's realistically it like mm-hmm. i i can't really expect it to be any other way it's not like right. uh, the the way i see it right is the people that are using time saver as their term are things like ea things like activision things like things like ubisoft companies that are very well known for really loving money like a lot like much more than their actual (laughs) games so i don't i don't think it has anything to do with the consumer or the critics for that matter but i i definitely think it's just another way it's the same thing as like uh loot boxes calling them surprise mechanics and comparing them to uh, kinder eggs it's trying to trivialize the situation that's all i I don't think it's I don't think it has anything yeah. to do with the consumer themselves being like, we don't like this, change it. And they're all like, okay, we'll just change the name. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it, kind of, but. Right. Yeah, I think it was just like a natural progression to, like you said, people yeah. don't like that term. So rather than like saying, okay, well, we'll get rid of that concept. We'll just rebrand the concept into something that you don't hate yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, I think that that's probably what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and I think it will continue to happen. Oh, I, I totally agree. I, I man, I just feel like there's some sort of some some marketing or business person was there. They were listening to critics early on, and mm-hmm. you know they they heard like the pay to win and the the, or the I mean, pay to skip, and they they just perverted it in some way. And I think that there is like I think there might be something to that idea, at least personally. But I was gonna say I think if they were listening to critics, they probably would have changed their shit a lot sooner. <laughs> yeah like well, i think that's, the, that's my own personal opinion not not that right. they're listening to change themselves but listening on how to like opposition research <laughs> right mm-hmm. well I, I, yeah i think that, that's what that twitter's for 
Oh god. <laughs> That's what Twitter and Reddit are for. You can get all your opposition research right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh I think that you're right though about about it being in in that way definitely stemming from the community that the community, you know, cries together that this thing is bad and then the company mm-hmm. goes, "You're right. It's bad. So here's this other thing. We're doing better, yeah. right?" You yeah. know. So yeah. I think in that way it definitely did stem from the community that uh yeah. cuz otherwise if like people didn't bitch about it they did just continue yeah. doing the same thing mm. exactly rather yeah. than doing the same thing under a different name yeah i think no, that... i wholeheartedly agree cool um anything else on this topic here um i th- nah. think i'm good i, I can't I think, think all of my scattered my thoughts got out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. it's okay we never have a coherent conversation on this podcast anyway <laughs> <laughs> it's tangent filled we ramble Ooh. we're never concise um yeah it's just an absolute mess you know what else was a mess a glorious this glorious mess. Messes. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i love you colonel sanders i think you're looking good dating sim was an absolute beautiful mess oh yeah oh man so i played this game now so i was listening to budget arcade uh shout out to elliot scott and jeff um i was listening last night and they actually covered this game this week as well um and they had an argument where they didn't really argue about it but they brought it up was is this even a game because you could probably (laughs) argue uh that this wasn't a game and i think that's a fair argument that we could probably have Um, so I played this game uh, last week on my stream for the absolute memes. Um, <laughs> it's a free-to-play <laughs> dating simulator officially published by KFC. It was developed by PSYOP. Uh, let me just say this game is hokey, goofy. It knows exactly what it is, and that is perfectly mm-hmm. okay. Um, really? There's no mistaking what this game is, <laughs> which is it is a, <laughs> a really elaborate commercial or advertisement for For McDonald's right (laughs) for fried chicken yes (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) you ass (laughs) you you got me with that (laughs) Um, and if you if you think this I'm just gonna say if you even pretend to take this even seriously you're just gonna be uh, disappointed um I will say that when I was finished, I was left in a state of just sheer hunger. I was actually craving fried chicken. Um, oh, yeah. And my my cock was absolutely rock hard for some reason as well. <laughs> Man, I am so sorry about your poor fried chicken being bad. That sucks. That's rough. Um, that's, that's spicy. So... <laughs> <laughs> um so the the setup is it's a actually and i i have it here saying it's a standard a standard dating sim but it's not like there's not multiple choices for you to choose from (laughs) it's more of a visual novel um Mm -hmm. that uh you just click options hoping that colonel sanders falls in love with you um the, the basic setup is that you are uh um you uh going to a cooking school in which colonel sanders also attends and uh by the end of the three-day semester um you hope that colonel sanders uh falls in love with you um 
it's a it took me about two ish hours to play by the way it's a free-to-play game um mm -hmm. it took me about two ish hours but i was reading everything out loud um mm -hmm. which probably slowed me down quite a bit uh mm -hmm. so probably like an hour hour and a half depending on how fast you mm -hmm. read uh, if you're illiterate or not um yeah, uh, some just like some technical things for people. The game is only on Windows and Mac OS. It's only uh, through Steam. It's a Steam exclusive. Take that, Epic. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah, have that, Epic <laughs> Games. <laughs> oh, man. Come at uh, us with your Wendy's tabletop RPG. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so it's only through Steam. I'm actually surprised it's not on Android or iOS. I figured this mm -hmm. would have been like on those things too mm -hmm. <laughs> like, oh, i'm sure it will be soon i'm surprised it wasn't just automatically on there <laughs> maybe they could just get oh, through man. the process uh the greenlit process on steam faster <laughs> um <laughs> just some system requirements and i'm only really saying this for the memes the system requirements windows 7 uh 2.2 gigahertz processor 4 gigs of ram 2 gigs of space oh, direct x compatible card or just a potato with an LCD screen will probably do. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, if you have a potato with, like, a nail and, like, a penny in it, you'll probably be fine. You could probably run it. There's a uh, chance. Solid opportunity there. Your uh, Texas Instruments TI-81 could probably handle this thing. <laughs> um, actually, yeah. you know here, uh, my Casio Scientific cal uh, Calculator probably can handle it okay. <laughs> um, oh, man. So, like I said before, um, <laughs> the there's only one love option. You don't get to choose between anyone other than Colonel Sanders, which let me just say, I think this would have been a much better experience if, like, there was some sort of personified extra crispy or grilled or, <laughs> you know, saucy <laughs> chicken, and we had to choose between one of them. It is so hard to choose between... Do I want the saucy chicken? Do I want the... <laughs> <laughs> Give us the tangy barbecue update, KFC. Yes. Where is it? <laughs> um... <laughs> Apparently, there is a secret ending to this, so there is some replayability. Okay. Um, All right. There's uh, um, some other things. I, I have like, just one more critique for this, really, and that is every time you hit the game over screen, it takes you to the start of the fucking chapter. Which means you have to go through all the fucking dialogue again, and the skip button is basically the same as clicking on the fucking screen. So you you fail and you go to the game over screen. Guess what? You're doing that entire chapter over again, and you better hope you remember your choices. <laughs> it doesn't just start you at the point that you made the choice, or maybe an option or two oh, before man. you made the choice. No, beginning of the fucking chapter, which pissed me. Um, someone just said you have to click it three times for the skip to work i was clicking that pretty furiously you can go back and watch me on the stream i was just like <laughs> skip like i was pretty furiously clicking it um so oh man is this gonna be winning any awards maybe at the advertising industry awards maybe for some sort of clever interactive advertising um is this worth playing if you want to chuckle it, i mean it's cute 
it's for the most part pretty well done for an elaborate uh chicken fried chicken ad it's worth mm-hmm. the download it'll take you like nothing to download if you're just like really bored yeah want something to do it's worth it i mean I mean, let's face it. What are the good, what are the good marketing video games out there? The only games I can think of uh, that aren't even good at marketing, but exist is like Sneak King and like some old Taco Bell game that was like on the PC back in like 1996. Like those are the only ones I can think of right off the top of my head. And like the the fact, <laughs> this, this is the thing that feels really weird. Is like this year has been so bad for games that like. I'm over here being like, this might be one of the better games of this year, and it's made by fucking KFC. Like, I don't know how how that manages to happen, but like, I don't I don't understand. I I don't get it, dude. Like, I really don't get it. So, just real quick, because you reminded me of something. Um, John, well, first off, John Tron did a video uh, on like fast food. Uh, video games and video games and uh, food video games in general. And there was one, uh, the Captain Crunch video game, which me and my sister played the shit out of. <laughs> Legit, me and my sister played so much of the Captain Crunch video game. <laughs> um, it, it still sticks in my memory, still sticks in my brain. I remember so much about that stupid game. <laughs> um, so, yeah, also, Ren, you want to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about Ashley. What? She's hot, dude. <laughs> what? What is there to say? Oh my god. Okay, whatever. There's a, there is a character, the uh, mean girl of the of the video game. That, her name is Ashley. That, um, Kim, we kind of lost you a little bit there. It sounds like. Um, <laughs> Uh, budget arcade. They were flying. <laughs> the guys in budget arcade are just like thick, so hard, hot. Cut that little. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. So oh, yeah, that man. was Colonel. I love you, Colonel Sanders. Of finger looking good dating sim. <laughs> I genuinely, to be dead honest with you, if they actually took it a little bit more seriously, mm-hmm. like if if they continued keeping like the the fucking marketing quote-unquote undertones because let's be real it's not undertones bad at all it's just a giant ad but if they actually did make it like a full-fledged game i genuinely think it would stand a chance of getting some awards like i i wholeheartedly believe because this year has been rough for most games for like a majority of titles like the only good games i can personally think of off the top of my head is like sekiro that's like the only good game i can think of that's happened this year that i've been like this is this is genuine quality and the fact that I'm sitting over here backing up a KFC dating simulator rather than like insert random six I'm not I I'm not even talking about Borderlands 3 right now. And that's not even like being a discussion for me. And I love that game. I'm currently over here like I think I think KFC dating sim has a shot. I think it's got a chance. Give it, like, two updates, and oh my god, that game was gonna be golden. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, I see somebody talking about Dauntless. Dauntless has been in early access for, like, seven decades. Like, what, what I think about, like, uh... What, what I think about, like... Awards, specifically awards. I tend to think of games that are fully releasing on a, on a particular time. But, uh... But, uh, but yeah. 
I don't um, Real quick, just because I know we're having some problems with audio. Uh, Kim Ray, can you talk for us mm-hmm. real quick? Uh, yeah, okay. We can't hear you at all at the moment. Um, so we'll give Kim Ray a moment to, to figure that out. Um, which we can do by... I mean, do you have any other thoughts that you want to share on, on I Love You, Colonel Sanders at all, Ren? Me? Yeah. I, I, I'm dead serious. If they actually release some updates to make it a full-fledged game, I genuinely think it has a shot. Okay. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, considering how poor this year has been in terms of, like, gaming, with, like, maybe two decent titles that have come out this year, and even the good ones aren't releasing great, like... Mm. For example, Borderlands 3 is great gameplay-wise, but, like, the bugs and performance issues are huge. Like, those are mm-hmm. those are big issues. Like, I, there's a lot of good things genuinely being spoken about, like, the dating sim game. is like, the art's actually not bad. Like, it's it doesn't look bad. Um, the writing's funny. Like, <laughs> when I was watching you play it, I actually found it hilarious just, like, watching it go on. Um... I don't know. It, it it's there's something to say when like an ad doesn't feel that much like an like it feels like an ad that I'm willing to like just sit through. Yeah. Does, does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. this is the land where ad block is a thing, you know? Like that's not chances are if you put out an ad, it better be damn good or it is never getting watched. Mm-hmm. But uh, um that's my stance personally. <laughs> I genuinely think it has a chance. <laughs> That is, that is uh, something, Ren. That is a hot take. That is one of the hottest takes. Probably about as hot as the Colonel's uh, fucking Nash, Nashville hot Colonel chicken. spicy chicken. Exactly. <laughs> um, so we did get some uh, PlayStation news this week that I thought would probably be, uh, be pertinent to talk about. Um, Kim, mm. right, if we can real quick, uh, we, we got you back at all? It doesn't seem like it. Uh, might need to like completely unplug or maybe um, Mike test puts out audio is what he's saying uh, you want to leave the call and come back in real quick we can we can have a scuffed uh, overlay in for yeah. a moment oh I guess you there oh. <laughs> okay never mind. Um, you sound really quiet and staticky hmm <laughs> He's gonna shake oh, his snowball, man. plug it back in. <laughs> Anyways, to the PlayStation um, news. PlayStation. Yeah. Wait, go ahead. That's oh, sorry. Can you hear me? We now? got you. Hey. There we go. Yeah. All right. All right. So I didn't uh, touch it. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna stay back here. Cool. Um. So yeah, some PlayStation news. Uh. So the first one that's kind of pertinent to our um, specific niche of gaming on a budget and uh, gaming services. Um, so there's going to be a PlayStation Now subscription price drop. Um, right now, mm-hmm. the service allows uh, users to stream games to PS4s and PCs. Um, PS Now had an annual growth over the last couple of years since its release. Um, of about 40%, with about 700,000 users uh, paying for the subscription service. Um, mm-hmm. They were paying uh, about $20 a month American for access to around 800 games. Uh, and now the price is being dropped to $10 American per month, um, with new okay. games being added, including God of War, Infamous Second Son, Uncharted 4, and GTA 5. 
Okay. Um, so, I mean, that's good news for anyone that's interested in the service or, you know, doesn't want to have to, you know, go back and, mm-hmm. like, spend a bunch of money on those games. You can, you know, maybe pop the, the, the $10 a month to, to play some of those games. Um, mm-hmm. A lot like the Uplay situation, Uplay Plus. Yeah. Um, real quick, Ren, I know you've used PlayStation um, Now. If you want to just give, like, some thoughts yeah. on it. If you think this yeah, is a good so, move, whatever else. So I genuinely feel like these are actually good changes, but there is a core issue with uh, PS Now, and it's actually different than every other uh, street, like every other game service in a sense. Where all the other game services, you actively download the game. You you download the game, and then you can play it from your hardware, mm-hmm. which is nice because you don't have any latency issues. You you essentially have the game for a temporary period of time. With PS Now. You're streaming it. You're actually streaming the content to your like console, which, in my opinion, is a huge issue for it. Like that's that's the biggest problem with it by far, is like, no matter what, you're always going to get latency. No matter what, you're always not gonna get the best performance out of a game. No matter what, it's always going to be inferior versus just playing it on your hardware. That's the core issue that I have with PS Now. If they actually made if they made the big change, I know it's a big change because streaming to actual hardware downloads you also have to worry about like encryption like all that ish but uh if they manage to get that working out i genuinely think that ps now at a price of ten dollars a month would be good especially with the games that like we just talked about um god of war is phenomenal god of war is absolutely amazing gta 5 i'm not a big like rockstar fan but i know a lot of people like the gta series Mm -hmm. um like those are all really solid titles a lot of people really enjoy those titles and there's actually like decent games on ps now um there's what is it um i think i played beyond two souls okay on it beyond two souls is really good but the problem with beyond two souls is that it's a uh um what's what's the right term couch co-op it's what was that no it's it's um Oh my goodness. It's the same thing as like Detroit where you have to like focus on mm. uh, certain button presses at certain times. Okay. I'm totally spacing off on the word. But it relies it relies on a lack of latency. It's so precise. when Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So when you have that latency come in, a lot of these like mechanics are just missing over and over and over again. It's it's essentially putting you in an inferior position. Mm-hmm. Um but uh but yeah, that's my big stance on it. Um, PS Now has been out for a while. It, it's been out for quite a bit. I think it's actually been out for longer than Game Pass, mm-hmm. I believe. Yes. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's the big, that's the core issue of it. Personally, mm-hmm. the second that they make it so that way you can download it to hardware to play it natively, then you're good. Like mm-hmm. that. That's when it becomes not great to actually solid. But uh, but yeah. Kim Ray, that's, um, oh, that's my stances on it. Gotcha. Uh, have you have you messed with uh, PS Now or anything with that with that service at all? Yeah. Um, you got quiet again. Let me turn you. Yeah. On. Hold on. Hold on. Don't do anything. Can you talk again for me. Hello. One more time. Hello. One more time. Uh, we completely <laughs> lost you there. <laughs> I I turned it all the way up to max in the split second I did. It was gone. Yeah. Uh. Oh man. Um. So he muted himself. 
Let's see. Oh, and I'm talking about quick time events. That's the word oh, that the I'm quick going time for events? now. Yes, um, it's, it's very QTE focused game. Yeah. So yeah, th just real quick, some notes I had on this. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, this is like really transparent attempt for them to try to like pre pre present themselves before um, Google Stadia mm -hmm. and the Microsoft Project X Cloud, which I think the X Cloud is starting its beta program soon. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's it, what I'm kind of curious to see is because this is exclusive, um, because this is exclusive to Sony customers, I'm kind of curious to see how well they're going to handle any other competition in the market or if it's even going to matter in the first place because they have that installed user base already, mm -hmm. right? Like they already have right. 700. There we go. <laughs> Am I here? You are. Oh. Much better. Much better. Have to throw um, the snowball out the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. Anyways. No, it's good. So I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to actually shake out for them. Just being the fact that they have this already, essentially pre-installed user base uh, for mm -hmm. this product. Uh, Google Stadia doesn't already have that. Google Stadia has to start is essentially starting from. Um, has to start from scratch. They have to get that user mm -hmm. base. Uh, but. Kim Ray, um, yes. I, I asked you about your experience with, uh, with with PlayStation Now. Um, you have any experience with it? And you, yes, yes. Uh, I uh, actually got that a while back before the before God of War came out because I wanted to play through the originals. I never did because uh, we were mm -hmm. in Xbox House growing up. Uh, so um, I played it, but I uh, streamed it on my PC using their little mm -hmm. app or whatever instead of on the PlayStation. Did you always play on PlayStation run? Yeah, I always played it on the PlayStation itself. Yes. Gotcha. Um, because playing it on PC and of course I was playing the original God of War game, so it's not like they were right. like heavy duty streaming, you know, <laughs> issues or anything, right. but I had absolutely no problem. There's a lot of quick time events in those. Uh, mm -hmm. So I had a very, very good experience. Whereas I know, especially like reading when I was looking into even getting the service to begin with, I was reading mm -hmm. a lot of people were like, oh, it's laggy and everything. And so it's like, I know mm -hmm. that it varies quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, but so I was really fortunate that I had a very, very good experience. And I mean, for $10 a month, like that's mm -hmm. pretty awesome, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and like I said, with the games they've got coming, I mean, that's that's great. I mostly used it to, to play old stuff that I missed because, like I said, I was an Xbox kid, so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's that's one of the really nice things about the uh, service is that, like, not a whole lot of other services. For example, um the xbox game pass would be a lot bigger of a topic if it actually allowed previous xbox titles like if it right. allowed like the original xbox games and i believe it has xbox 360 included but i'm not totally positive on that one but right. like going like being able to go back and play something like halo 2 on the xbox game yes. pass would definitely be a selling point things like oh, yeah. that mm -hmm. but uh but realistically, the PlayStation isn't the only one that really dives that deep into it. I think it even goes all the way back to PS2, I believe, but I'm not super positive on that one. I know it goes back right. to at least PS3. Um, but yeah, that, that's definitely a big selling point, is being able to play past-generation games on, like, current-gen hardware 
without having to go and buy them outright without having to go right. out and like actively spend money on them and just be like oh i'll spend like 10 bucks I'll, I'll play like these games realize they're not as good as i remember them being <laughs> i'm gonna go play god of war like right. there's that option um yeah. <laughs> but Definitely. uh but yeah i don't know i think there's a market i think there's a much better market for this than there is for stadia mm -hmm. that being I said so. i also think i think the core issue really does come down to uh it being a streaming service in its own right like it would be one thing and the nice thing you actually mentioned it and i totally completely spaced it is that you can actually stream it to other things so like right. you can stream it to your pc and play it from there which is really cool not a whole lot of things do that right. um so you could you could do that but i would genuinely appreciate it if like i could download it to my hardware play it on that and then stream it over to my pc so that yeah. way i'm like m minimizing as much latency as possible that's oh, like yeah. the big thing and I definitely. don't feel like that should be that difficult of a task to accomplish. I, I feel like it's definitely a task. Like, it, the infrastructure is already there for it to be a streaming service exclusively. Yeah. But the split second right. you turn that into downloads, I guarantee your service is going to go through the roof in comparison to what it is right now. Mm -hmm. It might be climbing up right now, but the second that it turns to, like, oh, there's no latency issues anymore, people are going to start loving it. Oh, I yeah. genuinely think so. That's my biggest issue with it, really. Mm-hmm definitely but uh but yeah so yeah if you guys don't mind I'll, I'll, i'm gonna kind of keep us moving here so that mm -hmm. news came out from wired and there was some other news kind of buried in that interview um regarding mm -hmm. playstation's crossplay um and i was kind of thinking mm -hmm. about this when i was writing my notes uh are you guys south, south park fans yes yes do you remember um I don't know, maybe South Park season, like whatever came out in 2014. Is it the ball? No, it was oh, the, okay. <laughs> it was the, um, it was the series of episodes based on like Game of Thrones, but it was like, there's a civil war between the kids on if they're going to get an Xbox One or PS4. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> you know how dated that episode is going to seem uh, if this news <laughs> is correct. Um, so the entire thing was, were the group, were all the kids in South Park going to get a PS4 and Xbox One uh, because they all wanted to play Call of Duty together? Um, and it had this grand, uh, it had this grand Game of Thrones esque uh, civil war between the kids, uh, and it was all a ruse to also announce the fact that they were coming out with the Stick of Truth. Um, right. So yeah, there's there's some rumors and some details here that were kind of pointed out uh, in the Wired uh, interview um, that PlayStation Sony will be allowing crossplay. Um, a lot of developers have come out in the past and said like we're ready for crossplay. Like we can do crossplay. Like uh, Rocket League, mm -hmm. they're like we essentially just have to flip a switch. Uh, Fortnite yeah. was one of those right. other ones where it's like we're ready to do it we can do it this mm -hmm. is not a problem on our side of things it's sony um right and so it's i just want to point out that in in the a lot of the people who are reporting on this they pointed this out as well uh quote while it's not announcing the news explicitly the ps4's crossplay efforts have officially moved out of the beta stage meaning that the console mm -hmm. can support crossplay on any titles that studios provide functionality for there's a lot of speculation that uh call of duty modern warfare will be the first uh game to release this functionality um that's completely I, sensible i believe yeah. they already have some like uh some crossplay elements mm -hmm. in it i'm pretty sure don't count me on that one 
but I, I know, for so. example, Lit is a very big fan of the Call of Duty franchise. So we've had him on the podcast before. I, I know he's talked about that at one point, but uh, but yeah. So I mean, what are you guys is thinking um, on on this crossplay news? I mean, I just go for it. <laughs> I mean. It's- sounds good to me i mean yeah. I, I totally forgot about that episode of south park and you've got me kind of kind of <laughs> chuckling over here that was so good um but yeah i mean the idea that it's best on playstation so get your friends to buy one if you want to play with them like that's just yeah. nonsensical you know yeah so the idea that they're gonna like maybe actually get with the times mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like uh, yeah. yeah why not i saw they're, you- they're just a bit late yeah. Yeah. Well, I saw well, Inside Gaming when that was the video that we shared, and they were talking about uh, there was some speculation on Lawrence's part about why this has taken them so long, and mostly because they didn't build their infrastructure thinking that this was going to be a thing. Right. Um, right. They of course didn't say this. This is entirely speculation mm-hmm. on um, on Lawrence's part. But the idea yeah. that but that's completely fair speculation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just saying this isn't fact. <laughs> that's my disclaimer. <laughs> that take this with right. a grain of salt. This is a secondhand account of someone else's speculation. Um, yeah. But yeah, the basic idea was that they're. Um, their engineers when designing their multiplayer and online uh, infrastructure, you know, the logins, the back end of all the servers and however else all those things need to connect and mesh didn't allow it, w- it was all internal that it wouldn't allow something like that to some sort of cross mm-hmm. to happen. And so they kind of had to untangle this ball of uh, cords and it, and kind of redirect how it all worked um which is why it took them so long i'm sure um and that to me is the most obvious explanation for why it took them this long to get crossplay uh really Mm -hmm. ready and available as opposed to like steam and uh whoever else you know is involved in the crossplay epic and microsoft Mm -hmm. and whoever else right yeah um yeah so that I mean that's the crossplay that's good news I think that's definitely really good news for uh, consumers uh, mm-hmm. because if you don't have to buy an entire new console or system just to play with your friends um, I think right. it all and like I said it's going to make that episode of South Park really age well <laughs> <laughs> oh yes um, and then we did get some PlayStation Five news today okay. Um, so it's officially confirmed that the PlayStation 5 will be coming out for the holidays 2020. Um, so not this year, obviously, but next year. Mm-hmm. Um, have, they, they've made mention of some things that they're working on with it, especially around the new DualShock controllers, um, including yeah. some improved haptic feedback that they say will give a better approximation of simulated um, experiences in-game. Uh, most notably, mm-hmm. adaptive triggers are being added to the L2 and R2 buttons, or uh, triggers, um, which can be programmed for different tensions. Uh, so okay. programmers can um, more fine-tune the haptic response. Uh, the example they gave was, uh, you know, like maybe a tougher hap- uh, trigger pull mm-hmm. for, like, drawing a bow, an arrow, or something like that. So, quick question. Is mm-hmm. this for the default PS5 controller? I think it's because be- we've actually talked about this. I think we talked about this sort of thing when uh, E3 
mm. came out like they were talking about controllers and controller design and stuff along those lines but they also charged like 140 dollars for like the actual controller and it was a ridiculous price but it it did have those sort of things i had like tensioners and things along those lines mm. for their controllers and stuff like that was... that being said it was all mechanical right versus like doing it digitally through maybe a settings menu or something like that but was so, that for like the pro controller or like i believe like that was for X the xbox controller yeah yeah like this xbox uber pro yes kind of thing <laughs> yeah um yeah i vaguely remember that i don't remember all the details but yeah i think there were like some tensioners and and i think that was more mm -hmm. geared for like for the people who want performance and you <laughs> right. know are playing competitive right. call of duty and really gotta get the mm -hmm. fucking trigger finger going uh, <laughs> <laughs> get that trigger finger just yeah, I know you guys can't see me, but they can. <laughs> she just, I'm on my sidearm, and I gotta shoot just as fast. <laughs> uh, that's how you fight wars. That's how you fight Love wars. The uh, power of this. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> gotta fan that hammer. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think the details were pretty sparse on this, but it sounds like that would probably okay. be like the more default. Um, which makes me, now that you say it, makes me wonder what the price of uh, a second controller yeah. would be for a PS5. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, thoughts, opinions, feelings on on just PS5 really in any. general. It's it's a controller. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm of the opinion that most of the controller designs, at least nowadays, are mostly because a lot of like uh, gaming companies, well, like the the big ones um, make most of their money off of peripherals, really. Mm -hmm. So like controllers, that's the reason why controllers are super goddamn expensive is because they gotta yep. make up that money somewhere. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Um, I hope they're not eighty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's like realistically the only thing that I'm thinking is like yeah. they're probably gonna be upwards of eighty plus, and mm -hmm. I'm just like I don't want to spend eighty fucking dollars on a controller. Yeah, right. <laughs> really don't want to do that. Um, I don't know. Kim, right? Did you have a thought? You look like you were gonna say something. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm I'm happy to see like innovation, new mm. features, fun things to to improve your gaming experience. As long as the controller does what I tell it to do and it feels good in my hand, like I mm -hmm. don't care. It could be made of wood and be bright purple. I don't care. <laughs> you know, yeah. I I don't need the bells and whistles. You know, mm -hmm. my main thing is can I shoot the people in the face? You know, <laughs> I'm a <Yeah>. simple man. <laughs> um. I was kind of thinking about it in terms of like PC gaming. Uh, yeah. I use like a regular Logitech wireless mouse and a regular mm -hmm. uh, Walmart brand keyboard. Um, I kind of miss mm -hmm. a little bit of the ha like haptic responses that you get from gaming controllers sometimes, especially like in shooters yeah. where you feel like that rumble and like it, it's like, oh yeah, no, I got a fucking shotgun, you know, <laughs> and I could just feel like that, like the simulated recoil yeah. like in my hands and that feels kind of nice um that yeah. is something that, that like... is definitely the one thing that controllers have going for them is they have yeah. like that little added bit of immersion like you're not gonna mm. get a rumble activated keyboard <laughs> that's not gonna happen but we should though <laughs> i don't know Dude, I... I don't want my keyboard just jittering off my like desk <laughs> i don't think so um i hadn't even thought about that but that's like a <laughs> actually a really good point i didn't even realize i was missing that about a controller playing on pc mm -hmm. but now that you've mentioned it like i'm thinking about it and i'm like i do miss that like that yeah. there is something really special about the the feedback you get from a controller 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, especially, and it really stinks because, like, first-person shooters, if you want to be optimal in a first-person shooter, you have to be on mouse and keyboard. You have to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're not going to get it. Yeah, I don't think lazily moving to the left is going to help anybody. <laughs> right. Hold on, I'm going to get you. <laughs> yeah. Stop moving, damn it. <laughs> Spend, like, ten years in your settings trying to get the perfect sensitivity for one direction, but not vertically because for some reason that's on a whole different scale. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so I don't know, maybe like somebody could like come out with like good peripherals for PC that have some sort of like weird haptic response, like maybe just like in the palm of like the, like just like right here in your mouse, uh, like maybe like Mm. some sort of slight vibration, uh, something real small doesn't have to be big. Not like the, like rumble like the the mm-hmm. weight that spins you know <laughs> yeah just just like 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 the iphone home button you know just a little something something tell <laughs> me tell me what's going on yeah oh man i don't know like if i ever if if they're, i'm sure they're out there i guarantee there's one out there oh I, yeah oh, I'm probably. Positive they're out there uh, i don't know my kind of irrele- like not relevant but sort of i think my favorite upgrade to mice is uh the dynamic weighting Mm, that you can have in certain mice that is so nice being able to have like a nice chunky like mouse that's not gonna leave the desk if i have like a fit of rage (laughs) yeah if i have no weights in it and i just like barely lift up my hand and it flies up to the sky (laughs) oh man so light it feels like it's filled with helium yeah uh, so i mean that's Honestly. that's our tangent um and there was another like little tangent i want to add uh we were talking about like controllers being expensive and i think at, at some point in the past we've talked about um about uh accessibility controllers um mm-hmm. xbox had a uh, uh, microsoft put out some accessibility controllers uh we're currently in talks trying to schedule somebody who's a uh, gaming accessibility advocate um oh. so you guys can look forward to that uh i have a lot of questions about uh gaming accessibility because i'm not someone who has those problems i'm not someone who's blind i have um all working limbs um right i don't have you know i have any, no hands or so. It's, it's always a struggle for me. You're about to have no power. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Um, oh my god. So uh, look forward to that. That'll probably be in November. Um, is we're still uh, we're we're still trying to figure out a time for that gentleman to come on. Um, nice. But anything else on on any of this PlayStation news? Any thoughts or opinions you guys want to give on anything we covered for PlayStation today? No, I think I'm good. Now I'm just angry at my power. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry, Ren. <laughs> I'm just, are, are, are we all surprised that it's the PlayStation 5 officially? <laughs> right. Oh, man. It's just revolutionary. Not going to oh, Xbox One us? Dude, they, could, they should just call it like the PlayStation V. And then we're like, oh, my God. I wonder what the V means. It's, it's Roman for five. <laughs> it's literally five. I'm, I'm like, you expected. I'd love to have a PSV. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a disease never mind i changed my mind <laughs> the, i was thinking like the psv people would be like so is new it handheld yeah new vita <laughs> kind of oh yeah oh no <laughs> oh, oh, man. which i'm sure there'd be the a lot sony of... switch <laughs> sony switch <laughs> oh no uh, um, oh, man. oh my goodness i am just imagining like the 
like the V it's like a really capital V for five and they really did make a Sony version of the switch where they could like take out like this thing oh god, oh god imagine if that actually happens though they're just like halfway into next year they're like we're mixing it up <laughs> we decided that consoles aren't relevant anymore we're making a handheld look our player base really likes handhelds and they really like consoles so we yeah. gave them both <laughs> yeah you want overwatch mobile we got overwatch mobile <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all i'm imagining um you, you know what and if to that and if we're right oh oh <laughs> oh the ultimate marketing tactic i'm a bad man i'm sorry <laughs> if that actually oh, happens man. i'll take my new vita now yeah <laughs> right i i want yeah i want credit <laughs> I'll, I'll send you my address, Sony, for that check. Don't you worry. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, cool. Any other uh, discussions we wanted to have? Any other topics that we wanted to, to cover uh, tonight? I want to rage about how I'm not going to have power for five days. But I'm going to try to keep that in line. Keep that in line. Just in, tuck it down. Out. That's chill. In, out. All right. Um, well, let's wrap it up here. Uh, Kim Ray, why don't you tell the folks uh, who might have popped in here halfway through um, who you are, where people can find you, and what they're going to find when they get there. All right. I would love to. Um, so I am Kim Ray. I uh, have my own channel, Kim Ray TV on Twitch. Um, I also have a YouTube channel. It's also, it's just Kim Ray plays. Now that I ever think about that, uh, it's Minecraft. I hope you like Minecraft. Uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, but oh, I'm man. part of, uh, another channel, KDK weekly with my brother King Cronus and who is, uh, King Cronus 99, I think, on Twitch, and uh, Dr. Understore Dipstick, which together we make KDK Weekly on Twitch, and we do gaming news. We basically just look at what has been told to us throughout the week and tell you the things that we cared about. So that way you are informed, and then we go off on tangents and don't cover half of what we want to cover. It's great. Good time. <laughs> we have a blast. I have a soundboard that I do things with, and it irritates everyone. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's um, perfect. <laughs> it sounds like someone I know. Uh, speaking of that person, Ryan, what's going on with your Hi. channel? Hi. Well, I was going to play Minecraft tomorrow. That's not going to happen for those who don't know or who weren't here at the very start. Or don't Literally live in Northern California. This afternoon, not not this afternoon, today, I got told that I'm not going to have power for five days. And basically, nobody in like Northern California, for the most part, is going to have power. So, uh, so I am on vacation? <laughs> Question mark? I don't really know. Um, but yeah, so I'm not gonna have power for five days, so I'm just gonna be chilling, hating everything. You can find me at twitch.tv forward slash renditions with two Z's next week, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's that. That's, that's me. Awesome. I'm happy, I swear. Um... <laughs> Like I said, Ren is a pillar of salt. Um, yeah, I'm I'm filled with sunshine and rainbows today. Uh, so coming up on my channel, I'm gonna start playing some uh, Metro 2333 uh, Exodus um, because Ooh. it is Halloween. It is spooky time. It's time to play some games that'll uh, give me the spoops. Um, <laughs> not much else going on this week for me. 
uh, there is a contest currently going on for my um, channel. Uh, it is the second annual Spookathon. My birthday is Halloween, and uh, like last year, uh, to celebrate, I would like you guys to write a short 5 to 10 page horror story, submit it to me, and get entered to win a $20 uh, Steam gift card. Um, <clears throat> The uh, winner is decided by the audience. I have Reverence Fan uh, joining me to read the stories live on my channel on Halloween night. Uh, so get that in. It's a, it's a great opportunity to win a $20 gift card and to entertain some other folks. Um, other than that, we appreciate all of you who listen and watch. If you miss any part of the show, you can find us on uh, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere podcasts are found. If we're not on your specific podcast platform, please let us know. We would love to be where you are. Um, you can connect with us on Twitter at NTNPod. And if you like what you see, if you like what you hear, you can help support the show by sharing us with your friends. Uh, you can also leave a rating and review on the platform form of your choice um absolutely anything else before we go gentlemen no i think that covers it <laughs> yeah i think Ryan, so do you want to do you want to rage against uh rage against the machine a little bit more or? bro how did they not tell me like <laughs> yesterday like i had like six hours to prepare i am so peeved <sighs> All right, everyone, thanks for watching. We'll see you next week, hopefully. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the show. If you enjoyed what you heard, please help support the show by giving us a rating and review on the platform of your choice. And we hope to have you join next week.